0: Hello one. hello all to the Young Lion Podcast. I'm your host Chris O'Brien here today to talk about Dominion. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. It was so good. So good. We'll be getting into that in the second but first I'm admin and a little bit about how I've been doing because you know this is it's just me here. Just gonna get a little personal with you people. Oh. Um, first of all. i'm not reviewing every single super junior show i missed i know i only reviewed the first four and i missed so much like the final which was fucking amazing and dragon lee versus takahashi which was amazing and more of my boy now show show is now my boy i love show now oh he's he's my boy i love show show really oh show yes show (laughs) show (laughs) um but no um so i'm gonna do that um highlights next week as well as um, previewing what I think is going to happen in the G1. Assuming we haven't announced it. I don't know when they're announcing the competitors for the G1. I hope it's not before next week so I can make my predictions. Because I have some pretty out there predictions and I really hope they're fucking true. Um, it's basically going to be fantasy booking. That's going to be fun. Um, and this morning I watched the CM Punk fight. That is a very disappointing way to wake up. Um, Just like oh CM Punk lost again. Oh he went three rounds. Let's see if he had a good fight. Nope. He didn't have a good fight not a all, t- he's bad, CM Punk, CM Punk, you shouldn't be in the UFC, Jesus, CM, no, fuck, CM Punk, no, fuck, why, how, why, is it because of his name, it has to be because of his name, the crowd was behind him, and then just stopped caring, because it's obvious he was going to lose, I, can, I forget the name of his opponent, fuck, that's not good, but, he he was basically playing with his food that's basically what was happening he was playing around with CM Punk he was just like why am I going to put in the effort I can just get the points victory and get the same amount of money which I can somewhat respect but at the same time it was a god fucking awful fight like they were Joe Rogan is very good at pointing out that CM Punk could have just slipped away Jesus CM Punk but, yeah yeah that was a bad fight but there was some good fights some good fake fights <laughs> Going on over in Japan, and we're going to talk, be talking about, them right here on the Young Line podcast. I'm so looking forward to getting into talking about this. I got up early for this because I am a filthy UKer, UKer, Brit, Scott? I'm Scottish. I don't know. I'm I'm a filthy non-Japanese person, so I had to get up dead fucking early. I'd say dead early. It was eight o'clock, but I'm in a nasty habit of getting up at twelve, so it was. I only got like four hours sleep, so. Um, it took the first two matches for the coffee to hit me, but after that, smooth sailing. Um, but to be fair, the first two matches were nothing spectacular, so it's not its not like I missed much. And it's not like I missed them at all. I did see them going to be talking about them, but there's just not much to talk about. So I'm kind of glad I was groggy. I'm kind of glad I wasn't paying full attention, because fucking, it, they were what they were. First match of the card was Desperado and Kanemaru versus showing and a punky 3K for the Junior Tag Team titles. It was fine. Fine. Like, that's literally... It, was, it wasn't It was a great opener. We've been spoiled by Young Bucks versus Pungy 3K, who have great chemistry. They don't really mesh together well, do now and El Desperado versus you. which is weird, because it's like the biggest junior heels versus the biggest junior faces in terms of a tag team division, and, yeah, they just can't mesh. It was a very TNA match, as in, like, mid-2000s, 2000, like, 2007, 2008, 2009 impact zone TNA match we rolled into the crowd, came back won, um, but he was one of the screwy we finished yeah, very TNA match, I think that's the best way to put it Um, it was a bit boring to be honest 4 out of 10 that's probably the worst way i know ever given a match, it's probably a bit harsh but like I was just sort of bored throughout it Despite this, though, I definitely think Sho and Yo have a really bright future. And I think Desperado has some really cool things on the horizon. Dragon League challenge him to a mass versus mass match. And ooh ooh, 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 yes, please. Yes, please. And Sho and Yo, I think Sho definitely has a better future than Yo. Because Sho has a very unique spot. He's like the Buddy Murphy where he's on the cusp of not making weight limit. And therefore making him the powerhouse of um the juniors and I think that's a really good spot to have. Um, Yo's fine. Show just had more great matches in the Super Juniors than um Yo. Like Sho had great matches with Dragon Lee, Saban, um just he's so good. He's so good. And yo, he's fine, he's actually really good, he had a really good match of Osprey. Although a broom could have a really good match of Osprey, so I'm not really I can't really take much from that, but yeah, and just really, really looking forward to seeing these two evolve. They're definitely the brightest um, former young Lions on the roster right now that aren't fully established. Like, they are established, but they're not. Kind of in the same place as like Jay White, and we'll get into that. Where he's. People know who he is, and they've held or are holding a championship, yet no one. Until recently, with these two, no one seemed to take them fully seriously. Like we'd always be, re- I'd always be betting against them. Whereas this time, I was betting for them, which was a bad idea because they lost. But yeah, just, I'm really looking forward to seeing these two keep going. We're going if they break up at some point, I think the match they'll have will be spectacular. I'm really looking forward to seeing where these two go in the future. Oh, one last interesting thing: Don Carlos brought up that about three months, Desperado and. Um, Kanemaru has the longest reign in five years with the junior titles. That's fucking nuts. That's that disgraceful. If that was the case in WWE, people... And it has been in the case in WWE and people have shouted at WWE. I think that's a disgraceful way to book. That's, I think that's one one of the failings of New Japan right now is that they don't book the um, junior tag titles very well because they're just jumping all over the place like three months is not an especially long reign three months should be seen as a somewhat short reign not a long reign longest reign in five years that's insane that's completely insane just please give someone a longer run let these guys keep it for longer just give them some better teams that's what it's now a bit anemic for junior tag division because just they've lost literally their biggest stars. There's no biggest stars in the junior division member young bucks. We need to, rebuild this a little bit. And I'm looking forward because um bullet club now have only have two juniors: in Ishimori and Skill. They could be an interesting team. Um Lij has Takahashi and Bushi. Chaos oh Chaos is showing yo. I'm pretty sure showing yo in Chaos. Um Rocky Morales in Ka- Chaos. So showing yo must be in Chaos. It makes sense to me. So yeah, just. But give them a longer run. Get let, let them hold it till King of Pro Wrestling. That's all we need. We don't need a massive run. Actually, it probably will, because it's just basically the G1 between now and, the, and King of Pro Wrestling. So, yeah, they probably will hold on to it. So, yeah, okay, just give him a long run. It's a bit insane. Seriously. Next up was another tag team match between Juice Robinson, um, David Finlay, Jay White, and, fuck, who was it? Shit. Yoshihashi. See, but... That speaks volumes to how I feel about Yoshiashi. that's for one thing I can say about this match it set up stories, there's nothing interesting coming out of it apart from Juice Robinson pin Jay White, probably setting up a fight for G1 Special which, yes, good I wanted it to happen here but it's not going to happen here, I'm not going to cry with a spilled milk because the show did go on a long time so having another singles match probably would have it would have got lost in the shuffle. No one would remember having it. Having g G1 special in USA definitely makes sense. I'm looking forward to that match as I've already said talked about in my wrestling on review so i won't go into too much detail here um another interesting thing um don't call is saying yoshihashi's on the cusp of not making g1 first of all yes please yoshihashi is easily like one of the skippable ones like you'd have thought someone like yuji Nagano at his age would be the skippable one but he had some clinics last time out yoshihashi just he's fine he's just so boring and this is a common thread in new japan fans that yoshihashi's not that well liked but yeah i don't really want him in the g1 there's much more interesting people you could put in the g1 give them a chance Yoshihashi sort of had his chance and i like that john has went well he's done nothing this year so why would he be in the g1 so yeah good match um juice robinson picked up a win over JY. i'm really looking forward to that match if you want to know why i'm looking forward to that match go watch my wrestling don't tackle with you hair <laughs> plug Next up was Minoru Suzuki and Zack Jr. of Suzuki Gun, obviously taking on the Chaos Team of Toriano and Ishii. I love that Suzuki and Ishii are going at it. That is going to be amazing. Is is it going to happen at G1 Special? I, we don't actually know what's happening at G1 Special yet, which is a bit weird. But um. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. That's basically the biggest point of this match. It was basically L.I.J. Tactics versus the Babyface Fire of Chaos. And then it basically ends um, with Minoru Suzuki and Ishii brawling into the crowd. I was kind of hoping we do the... I'm um, think we used to do in the attitude Era. I'd brawl back, and then we just come back in brawling in the middle of a match. I think that would have been funny. There's not really a place you could have had it on this card. There wasn't any filler really, so I can't really do anything about that. It's not. I just wish it would have happened. Um, it was again. It was a fine tag match. That's all you can really say. Um, I think it was better just because it made me hype for Suzuki versus Ishi. Because, oh god, the thought of it. This it would be brutal. Absolutely brutal. Like it's the closest thing I can get hyped for that isn't a Shibata versus Ishii match and for that kind of style and I'm really sad we can't have a Shibata versus Ishii match anymore. Uh, God I miss I miss Shibata so much but no Suzuki versus I- Ishii is gonna be great it was a fine tag match that's all we can really talk about. I just love actually when the bro was broken up Suzuki was like no fuck that shit and tried to go after him again like it's gonna be brutal like it's a mi- like Most times when people talk about something's gonna be brutal, it's gonna be like a hardcore CZW fucking death match. And I don't like that. <laughs> when I want Bruto, I want um, two big Japanese men kicking the shit out of each other. Oh, I'm so looking forward to it. Oh my. Next up was a rarity in New Japan Pro Wrestling. It was a triple threat match between Elgin, Goto, and Tai Chi for the title. The never open weight like, title, that is. And I think that I love Tai Chi now. I might just love Tai Chi now. This match has made me love Tai Chi. And it wasn't because it was an amazing match. It was a fine match. Like, it felt like a main event of a B pay-per-view in WWE or TNA. Not in New Japan, obviously. But, because, again, B show material, we get Tanahashi versus Okada. Jesus Christ. But, um, no, fuck. Like, Tai Chi's entrance just... I was like, oh, I can see why people hate hate you and I love you. And I thought like, I don't know why it just suddenly clicked that I might love Tai Chi. Just for lip-sync and entrance, for groupie, the lip-syncing entrance, the groupie, just everything, I love it. It's like the same sort of when everyone hated, back in like 2012 when everyone hated, Um, who was it, Mike Bennett in Ring of Honor. And I was just like, oh, he's fucking great. I fucking love Mike Bennett. It's like, I think I love Tai Chi because everyone else actually properly hates Tai Chi. But like by the time I got halfway through this match, I'm like, you know what? I know Elgin's sort of my f- one of my favourite wrestlers in the world right now and Goto is sort of amazing as never open weight champion. Like he's the quintessential never open weight champion, but it's not called Shibata or Ishii or Suzuki. But you know what I mean. Like he's what the never open weight belt was for, like someone who's just not gonna get the IWGP title shot, so may as well give him a title to go run with. But I was just like I'd love if Tai Chi won. Um, I just love um where we both turned on Tai Chi and he was just like, no, no, and like sending his valley ass him, just like the heel tactics and then the stripper pants. Just <laughs> I'm actually I, di- I did not expect the review of a Michael Elgin match with Goto, um, to be me gushing about Tai Chi, but I I might love him now. I again I he's been around for fucking ages. I don't know why it's only just clicked that I love him. But I love him. <laughs> I love him and I want to have his babies. Oh, God, I'm his valet. I'm going to be his valet. Oh, yes. I love that. But no, the ending of this match is great. Just Michael Elgin going to Powerbomb City, Baka bombing um, Chi, and then just seeing Goto getting up in the corner, picks him up again, Baka bombs him into Goso, and then the spinning Elgin bomb into for him winning i'm i I predicted nagata not nagata fuck i predicted goto to win this match but i'm really happy elgin won El- elgin is my favorite non-japanese wrestler who's not in bullet club or is kenny omega in new japan right now i just love michael elgin i always have just i know he there's been some controversies about him and i don't know much about that i've sort of stayed away from it purposely but if we can separate art from artist here I, I love Michael Elgin, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does with a never-open-weight title. Um, there's so many possibilities. Like, a one-on-match ma- one with Goto would be great. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing who pins him in the G1. I'm hoping it's someone good. I'm going to be going into that when I'm talking about the G1 next week. But, oh, yes. just It was a good match. I, I, in my opinion, the right person won. Goto's had a decent reign. But, you know, six months is a good... Rang put it onto someone else and they have. They put it onto a good person who can carry about. So no complaints from this boy here, my boy won. <laughs> yes, your boy. Um and I love Tai Chi now. Oh Tai Chi. I actually do love him now. He's my boy. He's my absolute boy. Tai Chi for IWGP champion. Next up was one of the best tag team matches of the year, which for some reason I wasn't expecting. It was LIJ of Sonada and Evil taking on the Young Bucks for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, for the reason Nick and Matt jumped up to the heavyweights and they did a great job in the first match, not just because they won, but because they actually put on a great match. Like, they can't get away with just doing flips in the heavyweight division. They have to they have to take on storytelling, which they already have. They've been doing great with storytelling over the past few years, especially at Strong Style Evolved. Seriously, you haven't watched that match? Go watch that match. But no, um, just... F- um, Nick or Matt? I forget which one it was. Sorry, I didn't take notes. By the way, because I was it was so early in the morning and I haven't rewatched it. I think I will rewatch it later on, but I need to get this review out. But one of them, I think it was. I'm gonna go with Matt. Um, injured his leg on the post. He tried to kick. Um, one of Lij missed hit the post and just he was selling it perfectly for the rest of the match, like going for the to driver. Um and he can't hold his own weight on the springboard, so false, and like having to struggle, and by the time they've managed to sort themselves out, they, um, Lij just can stop them. It was great, and they win for more bang for your buck. I've missed that move in New Japan. I didn't even sk- get to see it when I saw the bucks a few weeks ago. Uh, um, a United, which I've already just got my ticket for a Reunited. I'm hype. Um, but no, I'm really looking forward to it, and um. And look forward to seeing what the Unbox can do. Like, they're different in the heavyweight division. Because when you look at their main heavyweight division now, again, they're still sort of trying to get over the loss of War Machine. But they have... You have the Gorillas of Destiny. You have Sonata and Evo. And you have um the Killer Elite Squad. And that's about it. mostly For the most part, apart from when we bring in the RH guys. And for Tag League, when we just throw people in stables together. But... This is very interesting. Like, they're very different from, like, Sonata and Evil and the Killer Elite Squads and um, the Gorillas of Destiny, who are mostly hasses. Like, the Gorillas of Destiny have cool um athletic maneuvers and as the sonata but for the most part it's like hass fights and so they're like two athletic guys in the middle of a bunch of hasses and this is very interesting i really want to see them versus the um killer elite squad i that would be great i want to see i just want to see the young bucks versus the heavyweight guys and i'm really looking forward to the fact that we can now because they've just been through all of the junior division it's fresh matches um unfortunately we just need someone in the junior division now to make sort of fix the yum buck size hole which sort means you need 10 teams in there <laughs> but yeah but really good um after the match turns out don callis is all in but you can't sniff your nose up at that does that mean all in's going to be recorded i hope this means all in is going to be recorded um but no this is a great match i'm an eight out of ten just one of the best tag team matches of the year i think the only things beating it would be let's think back Maybe some stuff in progress, but I don't think really. And no, it's just Strong Style Evolved, I think, that beats this. I can't think of any tag match that tops this other than um, Young Bucks versus Ibushi and um, Omega at Strong Style Evolved. Just Great stuff, go watch it, it was a tag team clinic. I'm very proud of New Japan, they showed great restraint in this show by only having one six-man tag team match. And it was a, definitely a special one because Rey Mysterio was there. It was Rey Mysterio Jr, Jushin Thunder Liger, and Hiroshi Tanahashi, only two of which I've seen live, versus Mighty Girl, Hangman Page, and Cody. Um, just, again, fine. Everyone got their shit in, um, and Liger took the pin against Cody. Just the the most notable thing about this match was Rey Mysterio's mask, which was in the shape of and colour of the New Japan line, which I think is really cool, but that's mostly it. I think uh, a few things I would change in this match for one, take out Hangman and put in Ishimori and then you sort of keep the one heavyweight, two junior dynamic and we don't have to endure Hangman. (laughs) Um, Have Marty beat Junior or Liger because he's been going against them not going against them, but taunting them, so, I don't know, Does I think having Cody go over the Liger, it helps no one, and it sort of makes a match pointless it was fine though everyone gets their shit in it was just a normal six-man tag match the only thing that's notable about it is a one-sided three legends and the other side is bullet club what i will say is i hope mysterio sticks around like he's been he's moving better than he's moved in a while like from the point of joining lucha underground to now i think lucha underground has really helped sort of loosen him up after he just wasn't doing much in wwe but like having matches with the like of penta and ricochet and john morrison has really helped ray um, in the last few two years, he's been in Lucha Underground, and he's moving better than he already has. Didn't stop him from just sort of not trying at the Hydro, which I think was a bit shit, because I'm pretty sure to that point, it was, aside from in Mexico, that would be the biggest crowd he'd be performing into, in front of. You know, when he was performing for WCPW, he was in front of, like, f- maybe f- a thousand people. He was in front of, like, four and a half thousand people at the Hydro, and he just didn't try like he put Kenny Williams over, but he just didn't seem to try. He didn't post about it on social media. Like I love Rey Mysterio; he's the guy who's got me into wrestling. But like through the lead up to Fear and Balving, I sort of lost a little bit of respect for him. I don't know if it was just him respecting the story, but afterwards he put up a post that's like, "Oh, thanks Glasgow for booing me." And it's like it's it's like you don't know the st- didn't follow the story, Ray, and it it was a, it should be a big deal for you. That's one of the biggest crowds you've wrestled in front of before WWE. So fuck's sake. Mysterio, and like he just—it was fine with the six man. He, he yeah, just I hope he sticks around and puts Marty over before his rumored comeback to WWE. Because you know they started a the shit with Marty, we might as well end it. And Marty needs a reason to be needs a reason to be taken seriously. So beating Mysterio would give him a good reason. I think giving beating Liger as well would give him a good reason. But yeah it was fine just serious it's not really worth watching but it's part of the full show I didn't mind it good sort of lie back and not care much Home stretch now it's the last versus Hiromu Takahashi um the win of the best of Super Juniors is the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship fuck that was a mouthful um this was really good really good like just straight off the bat, I'm going to say ten out of ten. Um, it started off at the pace you'd expect. It's a brutal outside. Osprey sort of managed to gain momentum mid air. I don't know how he managed that, but he almost missed Takashi, but he didn't. Um, this match was just I can't remember much of it again because it was early and I didn't take notes. But like it was a hundred miles an hour from from the beginning, and then it sort of slowed down, which I was really happy to see. At the beginning of the match, they um removed the. Um, matting and he just sort of forgot about it but then takahashi went for um his um sunset powerbomb and then osprey i don't know if this was meant or not but he sort of maneuvered himself onto the mat if it, i'm gonna say it was and if so that is great i love when people do it um when people f- seem like they're actually fighting to win and like osprey remembering that was there and sort of Avoiding it, going into there was great. If it wasn't meant to be, it sort of... It worked fine because I prefer to see someone narrowly escape a nasty bump than take such a fucking nasty bump. Um, Like, very few things in this match made me... like, cringe. And not cringe, because that makes it sound like it's bad, but, like, made me scared for these two. Like, they were great at teasing and then, like, just... Not following through it, but it doesn't disappoint you. You know, it's just... I love that these two slowed it down. I, f- I think it's definitely as good as their match of the year candidate a few months ago at, I want to say, Secure Gen... It wasn't Secure Genesis. It was something before that. It's the one where Sonata challenged for the title. I forget which one it is. But it was a really good match there, match of the year candidate... And there was another match for the year candidate here. These two just work spectacularly together. Um, Takahashi picks up the win, which I'm fine with. Like I would have wanted Osprey to hold it on for longer, but that's mostly just national pride. Takahashi is mine, and of as also a, f- a favorite among everyone here at Podmania so it, i think everyone's glad that he won i'm i'm glad he won i'm looking forward to seeing what he does i just hope we don't put him on kishida again they had their thing last year maybe hold that off to wrestle kingdom if that's going to happen at all um i'd love to see a rematch between tahikihashi and ishimori because those two work amazing together um by the way i'm really sad that ishimori or kishida didn't make it onto this card but it happens you can't there's no room for everyone and they're having a rest which i'm fine with but yeah just takahashi he didn't have a longer uh, too long a reign last time like last time he basically fought against dragon lee and then lost um then lost it to Kashida. um after beating him in a minute and a half and Kashida winning super juniors which was a really fucking big quick recovery story might i add i'm not i'm not a massive fan of Kashida. like i i love Kashida when he's wrestling because he is an amazing wrestler but i find Kashida quite boring so I hope Takahashi doesn't go into the, the default feud with Kishida. I hope Kushida sort of stays out of the limelight for a while. Just stay in a few tag matches. Keep yourself not rusty. Maybe go to Mexico for a while. Um, just please don't keep putting Kushida in these things. Because I love him when he's wrestling. But other than that, he's a tiny bit boring. Like, just give Takahashi and to go another go. Um, maybe give the guys in Punky 3K a little shot maybe you know have another triple threat match because you can do them you've shown you can do them new japan i know your little secret but no great match 10 out of 10 um one of the matches of the night um one of the two matches of the night definitely um no complaints from this boy next up was the biggest surprise this side of nicholas um it was chris jericho taking on tutsuya naito where chris jericho is your iwgp intercontinental champion now we'll talk a little bit about the match then we'll get into what i actually think about this so first of all um it wasn't as good as jericho versus omega it wasn't meant to be as good as jericho versus omega i think that was quite obvious from how this was put up this is more meant to be a shock thing this is meant to be just jericho has lost his fucking mind thing and i kind of loved it chris jericho coming out looking like he's in the fucking cure Yes, um, I love him coming out to his fuzzy theme. By the way, um, then him um, blindsiding Tetsuya Naito and DDTing him on the table. I mean, it's basically a wild brawl. You know, later on in the match, Tetsuya Naito returned the favor by him power driving um, Jericho onto the table, and like those hope spots, like um, Naito did hit the Destino, and he kept trying to hit the Destino, and it was basically Naito the whole match, Naito trying to fight back. From Jericho's brutal soul. And it was brutal. Like the cup um, Niall had in his eye was brutal. Like I've, when Niall's been properly beaten up, he's very good at selling it just with his face. And I, that's what I love. And Jericho absolutely destroyed. Naito throughout most of the match, and he won with the co- he kept replying Wars of Jericho, and he'd have it in for a while. He'd have it in for but like between a minute, maybe I think at one point it felt like two, at least two minutes. Um, he had Naito in the wars of Jericho, you know. And throughout the whole thing, I'm like, okay, it was good. I'm looking forward to Naito coming back. Naito has not come back yet. Come on, Tetsuya. Come on, Naito. Come on, boy. Come on. Come on, you can do this. And then he didn't. And Jericho hit the code breaker. By the way, I love how people in New Japan serve a breaker. Like, not staying on their feet. Just like, oh, it's pulling him down, pulls legs down a bit. Ooh. Like, no one says it better than Jericho, but Naito does a pretty fucking good job, too. But, yeah, and Jericho won. I was, it's sort of like, it was the same sort of thing when Taker lost the streak. Obviously not as built up. But, um, like, Jericho just got the 1-2-3. And I'm like, like... I didn't think Codebreaker was going to do it. So it was just like, Breaker. It's like, oh, cool, Codebreaker. I love how Naito sells it. One, two, three. Ben was just sort of sitting there for like, mm-hmm. okay, wait, 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 what? Fuck, fuck, what? No, what the fuck? Um, like, it was such a shock. And I like where this is going. I love that Jericho's just like, I won. I'm going to attack Naito anyway. Uh, and he attacks Naito and um evil comes out i think it, let's end up evil versus jericho at g1 special fine yes okay um jericho um evil's good jericho's good it won't be the best match in the card but it's not going to be billy gum versus tanahashi so i'm looking forward to that but um what do you think about chris jericho winning i don't know yet like just jericho has proven he can still go chris jericho uh, this is one of the best characters chris jericho has had this crazy insane chris jericho like i think this is what he's been wanting to do for a while and i think you can kind of tell that but at the same time how long is he going to hold this is he going to defend it as regularly as is expected like i there's not really any expectation for him to defend it past g1 special until King of the Wrestling, because you basically just have the G one. But that's my biggest thing: is he going to be in the G one? This is something I want. I don't think he can or will. I say he can't. He, he can't. But he, you wrestle the G one is basically the same schedule as like, a normal WWE schedule, like maybe like night after night. But from you, sometimes get a few days rest. But at the same time, the work rate and what you're expected to do in the G1 is so much higher than doing a WWE house show, than any house show. Like, will Chris Jericho go to TNA with the championship? Because he's been rumoured to be going to Impact, because he's mates with Don Callis. Um, There's so many questions, and... It has me intrigued. Like, New Japan never doesn't have me intrigued. There's always something that's bringing me there, and that's why I love it. This is my biggest intrigue coming out of this show. And, like, it's not my biggest happiness coming out of the show. It's not the thing that's made me the most excited, but it's definitely the thing that's intrigued me. Like, I'm looking forward to that G1 announcement because I want to see if Jericho's in it. And if Jericho's in it, I think it could be his most consistently amazing work in ages. Like, in WWE, he wasn't having great matches. He was having great segments. In New Japan Pro Wrestling, he's not had the best segments. He's had good segments. But his his like, promo's been rambly, and I think that's part of his character. But he's had really good matches. This was a really good match. It wasn't as good as Jericho versus Omega, because most people see that as a perfect match. I don't really see it as a perfect match. I see it as sort of a 9 out of 10, not a 10 out of 10. This is an 8 out of 10 for me. It's just really... A really good match i was intrigued throughout the whole thing despite the fact i thought night was winning and like the shock on my face when jericho won um like afterwards i just text my friend who we were talking throughout the whole thing i was like holy shit balls and he was like yeah i know it's like it's the biggest surprise of the night it's the biggest surprise of the year apart from maybe daniel Bryan coming back But we all thought he would be back. We just didn't think he'd be wrestling in WWE. This, I just did not see Jericho ever winning a title ever again. Like, after his US title run last year. Yeah, last year. I just didn't see it happening. And I'm not complaining. Definitely not complaining. As I said, I'm really intrigued. I'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes. This could be either great or something to shock And I hope it just turns out to be something great. Next up was... Okay. It was the most anticipated match of the night for good reason. I'm going to say this right now. If you think Flair versus Steamboat is the best series of all time, if you think Okada versus Tanahashi is the best series of all time, if you think... That Stone Cold Rock or anything like this is the best series of all time. I'm sorry to disagree so hard, but you're wrong. I'm not hearing any arguments about this. Omega vs. Okada is the best series ever. Now, let me explain. I've watched the Steamboat Flare matches. I've not watched all the Tanahashi vs. Okada matches. I've watched every since since of Kingdom 9. I watched the first one... Um, at uh, I want to say it was Secure Genesis. No, it wasn't Secure Genesis. It it what w- was Secure Genesis? They changed the name for some reason. And they're all really good. None of them touch the Omega Ricardo matches. Okay, the I'm gonna I'm gonna go into this more and after I've talked about the match. The match was spectacular. It went 65 minutes, three falls. And just kept me on edge the whole time. The first four went to Okada. And the first four was definitely the two were trying to out-wrestle each other. And there are some great sequences. Okada doing the um, splash over the barrier. Getting caught with a fucking V-trigger. <laughs> what? I, that, that was just insane. Actually, I was rewatching watching Gagano Champa from the Cruiserweight Classic this morning. And that spot very much reminded me of the catching the spear into a knee, except it's Okada getting V-triggers. You know, because Kenny has the best knees, apart from when Nakamura decides to try, which he just hasn't been trying. I think I'm going to get into that another time. But yeah, and Okada winning with a roll-up, perfect thing for trying to out-wrestle each other. The the second fault was definitely just Kenny trying to come back. And he gets with a one winged angel, and it was just spectacular. Like, it was definitely a more Kenny style match. It was more, a bit more fast paced, a bit more. um, Kenny's just trying to fucking ruin Okada type deal. And then the third one, it was just an amazing finishing stretch, kind of like the G1 match. And like, that you'll know exactly what one wing game I'm talking about that sort of catching one winged angel. That made me jump up out of my seat. Does these two... Can, does anyone work better with each other? Does anyone bring the best out of each other more than these two? This is when coming back to my point from before. A lot for me, a lot of the Tanahashi Okada matches come together. One of my biggest complaints with the uh, with the Tanahashi Okada match, uh, Tentaku is that those two they they seem to be repeating previous spots and that's just how they wrestle and it was still a really good match, still a match of a candidate. Flow and steamboat matches definitely fall into each other. They definitely I but like they sort of mush together for me and that's probably because I didn't live through them. Like my favourite Okada Tanahashi matches are the ones I've seen while I've been watching, um the best one of course being ten. But like the Okada or Mega Matches, each one is completely one hundred percent different. Okay, the first one was the meeting of these two, staring each other down and first fifteen minutes getting to know each other and then like the best stretch of pro wrestling that's ever happened. The um Dominion match from last year was Kenny trying to prove himself. And there was a bullet club story in there, and as well as um the best some of the best wrestling you've ever seen, and some great drama again. Kenny falling out of the rainmaker that was great, and actually that was one of my favorite spots in this one was Okada falling when trying to hit the rainmaker. That just got me. That was an amazing callback without. Um, repeating a spot—that's a problem. A lot of trilogies find they can't call back without repeating spots. This called back to previous matches while um, got, while keeping the spot somewhat original. Um, the G1 match was one massive twenty-minute finishing stretch, um, and is one of as actually I prefer that to Wrestle Kingdom, the Wrestle Kingdom match. But then this one, it was just these two have had. A win over each other and a draw. This, and this is how they're going to decide who's better. And it was just... You can't... I can't think of a better ending. This is... I don't think this is my favourite match in the series. I think my favourite still Dominion. I think this is an equal of the G1 match for me. I loved the G1 match. I loved how frantic it was. It felt like... If you watched the Cruiserweight Classic where they were just massive finishing straights, I think that's um, that why I like it so much. I love that style of wrestling these two have just had four of the best matches of all time. And like I know old schoolers don't like it. I know Jim Cornette doesn't like it. But I who cares? But but these this is the Dynamite Kids um versus um Tiger Mask of this generation. This is the flair steamboat of this generation. This is the Rock Austin of this generation. Sort of this is going to inspire people going forward. Like you hear I see the I see the ECW fans talk about RVD and Jerry Lynn and how they push forward wrestling. And for for the case of independence, they definitely did. I feel this... People are going to try and copy it and they won't be able to because they're not Okanda and Omega. But these two are just the two best in the world fighting. And it's the same feeling you'd get when you see Masao versus Kabashi. Or Stone Cold versus The Rock. It's that level and these two, are, this match is definitely my match of the year. I I didn't think anything was going to stop Gagano Champa. I didn't think anything was going to stop um, Gigano Almas either. But these two match of the year. I'm really happy with who won because I haven't mentioned that yet. Kenny won. Um, I loved that the Young Bucks came out. I loved that Um Abushi was there. But was another thing I loved in the match. Actually, was um the um the i forgot the name of the move fuck um the oh, the phoenix splash very fucking go wow this is i I went on a tangent and i forgot the name of the move i hate myself but yeah but him the phoenix flash and missing and i thought oh i actually thought, that was gonna I, thought okay, I was going to be i thought okada was just going to get up and hit the rainmaker and that would be it which would be fine maybe um, what I'm, what I was thinking there was that would lead to the Golden Lovers breakup, maybe. But no, I love that we now have the Golden Elite. Is that going to be a separate thing from Bullet Club? It's another question we have coming out of this. Which, but this is something New Japan is great at, and WWE need to learn. WWE and can and can sometimes put in screwy finishes for the sake of screwy fin. Um, for the sake of um what making you intrigued you don't need to do that this card had no screwy finishes yeah i'm intrigued about omega i'm intrigued about um jericho i am intrigued about i'm intrigued right down to juice versus J. white okay new japan is still in its golden age it's not going to leave this golden age for a while it has too good a talent with too good talented people booking this and yeah this match is a 10 out of 10 um cody can fuck off <laughs> Like, Cody came out afterwards, and this was somewhat elaborated on in Being the Elite. He came out, sort of stared down Omega, and not even stared down, he looked at Omega, sort of looked sad, and went out. This was elaborated on in Being the Elite, which I think was a good thing. He came out, he was going to, like, congratulate Kenny, and then sort of walked away. I think, like, trying to pull Cody's remorseful... Over what he did with the Bullet Club. And I like that. But I, I, This is another di- different direction. But I did not see coming. And I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think Cody can. I like the story coming out of this. Um, Cody. I didn't want it to lead to another Omega Cody match. They had their match. Uh, um, The best in the world. I think that's what it's called. The Ring of Honor show. Oh Supercard of Honor. And that was meh. It was really meh. It was like... I I expected that to be one of the matches of the weekend. Despite not being a Cody fan, I thought Kenny could pull it out of him. And it was just sort of meh. But at the same time, the story was fine. And the but and it sets up Strong Style Evolved. So I'm never going to um hold beef against it for that. But... I just... I like it's very different new japan are great at pulling different things just this match was amazing i talked more about the story coming out of it but really that's i think that's a lot of the headlines here is well. the story the story drew um drove this match as much as the in-ring action so fuck to the people who say well cruiserweight um or great technical wrestling can't have storytelling watch for your mega okada matches and you don't even need to watch a single promo You just need to watch the matches and you will get it. It's amazing (laughs) match of the year, definitely. And without rambling mess, we come to an end with to Dominion. Definitely the show of the year so far. Just actually, I think I might as an overall show I think I'd be more inclined to rewatch TakeOver New Orleans. That's because it's shorter. But sort of like both matches came out with two match of the year candidates. And it was just—it was an amazing show, absolutely amazing show. Cannot fault it one little bit. The only downsides was the um, two opening tag matches were kind of dull. Um, but to be fair, the second one definitely set up something I'm looking forward to. The first one didn't. The first one's leaving me with so much doubt about a whole division. Again, that's the one big failing of New right now is its junior tag team division, but. The whole show was just great. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. And I'm sorry that you listened to this before watching it. I don't know why you would. But it was amazing. There's so much to be looking forward to going out. I am now so hyped for the G1 special. Like, I was wrestling do I was like, okay, the only thing I'm really looking forward to for Dominion is Jericho and uh, Naito and all that. And then, like, this Dominion is just the best show. Nothing's going to top it. Like, I don't think TakeOver... Um, This week's going to top it. I don't think Money in the Bank is definitely going to not top it. De- Money in the Bank's definitely not going to top it. Money in the Bank... Does- I should be excited for Money in the Bank, but I'm not. WWE's not my domain. I shouldn't be talking about that. But yeah i'm so looking forward to it it's made me hype for the g1 it's made me hype for the g1 special it's made me hype all the way up to king of pro wrestling and then the g1's going to keep me hyped all the way up to wrestle kingdom that's what i love about new japan it can always keep you hyped <laughs> the only thing i'm thinking now is that we're actually we're only four months four or five months out from world tag league and that's not a good thing i'm not looking forward to fucking world tag league but oh well here we are i was such a good show um, well done if you sat through all roughly 40 minutes of this and just ama- an amazing show, go watch it, best show of the year, apart from maybe TakeOver in New Orleans just whoo. I know I've been rambly but I I didn't take notes for this one because it was so early in the morning and you know what, I quite like that I didn't take notes, I like, I take notes for the G1 and I took notes for the Super Juniors because there's just so much going on for a show like this where it was nine matches i can recall most of what i need to talk about and never miss anything oh well it's probably on my twitter feed uh, so with that um go follow me on twitter um at omano401 um go over to the light and nerdy why i'm now a columnist a columnist i what a co- a columnist i write over there now um some really good people go listen to the nerdy bird podcast over there and um, you should listen to it just for the name alone but yeah, if you want to see more opinions on maybe non-New Japan stuff, go read my stuff there. Um, if you want to see me um, shit post during pay-per-views, go follow me on Twitter. Just hit hit me up wherever, wherever you want, and I really look forward to next week where I just get to have a more casual discussion about New Japan as opposed to um, such a structured thing because there's so much I'm looking forward to and I'm saving so much of it for their, like my wild speculations. But here we go. See you guys.